Hey guys, welcome to the Women Going Big podcast. It's Krista, your host for today. I hope that you guys are having a stellar Tuesday. Don't you like that word? Um, I'm on this personal mission of trying not to use the word excited. Um, so you guys can ding me every time I say that. But I am thrilled today to introduce uh, my guest for this week, um, Kenzie. Kenz, Kenzie, go ahead and say hi to our audience. Hey guys. How are you? Good. How are you? I am doing phenomenal. I cannot complain today. Um, And then do you want me to call it, is it Kenzie or Kenz? Either one is fine. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because I got a little stuck there. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. I feel like I go by Kenz because it kind of flows. Kenz grow is like flows easier, but your real name is Kenzie. Okay. Awesome. So Kenzie, go ahead and tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am a health and fitness coach for working moms, um, and I help working moms lose weight and gain back their confidence without spending hours in the gym or super restrictive diets. Um, A lot of women get caught up in the trap of yo-yo dieting, so Mm -hmm. I'm super anti-diet, and I help women get away from the uh, diet culture. I love that like so much because I think that every single woman out there can relate to this on a real level. Absolutely. I think we've all, whether you realize it or not, I think everyone has done one diet or another in mm-hmm. their life. Oh, I'm a, yeah, I, you are talking to one right now. I hundred <laughs> percent, like I will own that right now. And you know, I've talked to several women um, just over the last couple of weeks, couple of months doing this. And I kind of see a recurring trend and not directly maybe in what those women do, but in some way or another, this idea of mental and physical and emotional health keeps coming up. So Mm -hmm. it's a trend, whether you are in corporate America, whether you're a working mom, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you travel, like it's everywhere. Like it's not something you can get away from. Yeah, I agree. I think that, and that's what makes it so hard is you're surrounded by it all the time. Like even going to the grocery store, seeing like fat free, I don't know, chips or like Mm -hmm. low carb popcorn. It's like you are surrounded by it all the time. And a lot of times you don't even recognize it, but it does influence your decisions. And you, you might think because it says low carb that it's healthier. And in reality, it might not be, you know, and I'm a big, I don't want to say advocate, but you know, I'm kind of on this personal journey myself this year that like, I'm trying not to focus, obviously like I want to put good foods in my body, but Mm -hmm. I'm trying not to like overanalyze it, you know, like just focus on putting good whole foods that are going to nourish your body. And then my body like hopefully will adjust and realize that I'm not feeding it fake food. Yeah. I love that. I love that you said that because it is, I think, I mean, a diet is so can be so strict and tells you what you can and can't eat. And something I really focus on with my clients is like, there is no good food or bad food anymore. Mm -hmm. There's no more, I can't eat this because it's bad. Or Mm -hmm. I was told I can't have this because it's, you know, will make me gain weight. There's no more good or bad. Mm -hmm. It's, does my body need it? Do I want it right now? Um, And as you 
put more good foods into your body, you know, eating whole foods. And I like mm-hmm. to say things that come from the earth that just like makes it super simple. Yeah. Um, but as you eat that way more and more, your body will crave those foods anyways. And mm-hmm. that's not to say you can't have a piece of cake or eat ice mm-hmm. cream. I really encourage people to do that. But mm-hmm. as you eat healthier, you'll want that food anyways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think in a couple things that I want to touch on there first, Um, And I don't want to backtrack, but I think it's really important because your story is really powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the goals of this podcast is I want, I want women to be able to connect with us, you know, just having a real conversation. And I've had women that were brave enough to come on the show that have never done something live like this. They've Mm -hmm. never put their story out there um, because I want other women to be able to connect to them. And I think you have a really powerful story to do that. So I I will backtrack a little bit. I'm going to ask you to kind of tell your personal story really quick. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll try to cut it down. Interrupt me if it's too long. Okay. I will. Um, But so basically graduated college and I moved out to California. I'm originally from Wisconsin. Um, So I moved out to California. I immediately got a job in the corporate world and it was a really stressful job. I was working crazy hours. I had brain fog, no energy. I just felt like meh, like just wasn't like loving life physically. I wasn't in good shape mentally. I feel like looking back, I wasn't in good shape. Um, so I decided like, I need to do something about this. Like this is not normal to feel this way. And I want to, you know, not only enjoy life, but perform well at my job because I was at the time 22 years old. Like I have a whole life ahead of me. So Mm I started going to the gym, had no clue what I was doing, kind of just experimenting with workouts, nutrition, and I was seeing some results. And like looking back now, I realized my nutrition was not good at all. So that's why I wasn't seeing what I wanted to see. Um, But I was overwhelmed, confused. There was just so much information. So I kind of used myself as a guinea pig for, you know, three, four years. And I finally found this like I don't know what hit me one day, but I was like, wow, like I finally have this balance. Like I feel the way I want to, I -hmm. look the way I want to, um, but I still enjoy life. I go out with my friends. I Mm -hmm. have a good time. I have beer sometimes. I have cake sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But in that discovery phase, I sometimes I wouldn't go out with people at all. I wouldn't have any indulgent food because I felt like I had to be super strict. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I was so strict that I just completely fell off. And Mm -hmm. looking back, I realized like there must be so many other women that struggle with the confusion, the overwhelm, the stress. And I wanted to help other women like, no, one, you're not alone, but two, this can be way easier than you're making it. Yeah. So that's why I created my program. It's a 90 day program. And I walk you through step-by-step everything you need to do to get where you want to be. And I'm just make it super simple because it doesn't need to be complicated. I, I love that so, so much. And really you're, you're my first guest that kind of focuses in this area. Um, and I think that when your physical health is good and you know, the whole eating and diet culture and the working out, like that's a mental thing too. Like, it's not just about your body. Like, I think that it really plays into like your mental and emotional health as well. Mm -hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and how those things intertwine? Yeah, absolutely. So 
at first, I think most women recognize like, okay, I need to lose weight. And that's mm -hmm. usually the first thing a woman will tell you. But as they start to eat healthier and work out, they do start to realize that mental part too, because if you are suffering from stress, brain fog, low energy, that all relates back to your diet and to how you move your body. If you're sitting all day, you can't function the way you need to. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why like my program, we focused on nutrition, movement, and mindset. Mm -hmm. If you don't change your mindset around food, around life, limiting beliefs, you will never see the physical results you want because you're going to keep going back to old habits. Mm -hmm. um, so the mindset plays a huge, huge role in it, but it all kind of impacts each other. It's like this never ending cycle. Mm -hmm. So really empowering women to be like, wow, if I get more energy, I clear that brain fog. I have better mindset. I can be a better mom, wife, spouse, uh, co, uh, coworker, employee, all those things mm -hmm. really wrap into one. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that because I mean, like you said, is like they're all connected whether you want them to be or not. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that when one thing's off, it affects the other. And like you said, when it, it comes down to diet, well, not diet, but it comes down to what you put in your body. Um, right. Exactly. And, you know, it was like I told you, it was my personal journey this year is I'm just focusing on doing, you know, just trying to put good whole food in my body and then just trying to move my body in ways that, you know, just feels good and natural to me and not yeah. killing myself trying to work out. Yeah. Um, and the I other love that you said that because it's like, I think people get so caught up on like, I have to run or I have to mm -hmm. work out six days a week. And it's not about that. It's just mm -hmm. about moving your body and mm -hmm. what feels good to you. Yeah. And for me, it's yoga. Um, yeah, I love that. You know, I just, you know, it's almost, and it's quiet time for my mind too. So, and I think that was a big thing, just being okay with that. I didn't have to follow I didn't have to follow what everybody else says I should be doing to get in shape. You know, as long as I feel okay at the end of the day with what I did, then, uh, you know, I just need to learn how to be satisfied with that. Yeah, exactly. As long as you feel good about it. And then, you know, the other thing that I wanted to touch on too, and I'm so bummed because I totally had this on the tip of my tongue and now I totally forgot. This is the second time that I've done this. <laughs> um, <laughs> And there's so much on this topic. I cannot believe that I forgot. Oh, gosh, dang it. You know what? Uh, let's go ahead. This isn't what I was going to say, but we can go here anyway. For someone that recognizes that where they're at isn't healthy, and I, I, I hesitate when I say that because the other thing that I've really been focusing on through these interviews is that women also have to be okay in the box that they're in. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and women, like you are allowed a hundred percent to choose to be whatever, to be in whatever box you want to be in as long as you're comfortable, but there gets to a point where you start to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And that's when you kind of have to shift and realize that you have to make a change. And that's where I'm getting at is that when women decide that they are no longer comfortable and they want to make a change, what would you recommend the first steps being for that? Yeah. And I like that you said too, like you can be in whatever box you want. Mm -hmm. It's not about, it's not about a weight or looking a certain mm -hmm. way. It's at the end of the day, it's about how you feel. Mm -hmm. So I love that you said that. Um, the first step I would take, the first thing I would say is really simple, easy steps. And I'll give you those in just a second, but Perfect. 
um, a lot of women and like, this is part of diet culture will be like, okay, on Monday, I'm going to eat perfect, no treats, no sugar. I'm going to work out five days a week. I'm going to drink a hundred ounces of water and like go crazy. And Mm -hmm. when you do that, it's so hard to stick with it because Mm -hmm. that's not your normal life. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's way too hard to stick with it. So my first step would be like, pick something really easy. And I usually start with water. Okay. For a week straight, I'm going to drink a hundred ounces of water a day. Mm-hmm. That's your first thing, that little thing. And then I would say movement is after that. So the next week, okay, now I'm going to add on movement, whatever feels good to you. If mm-hmm. you are super sedentary right now, I would say, start with a walk every day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every day I'm going to walk yeah. for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that, and then the next thing I would say is nutrition. So I'm going to add, um, a serving of greens to my lunch Mm -hmm. and then you can up it from there. You can keep adding more greens and, you know, cut out some of the processed foods, Mm -hmm. but I would say just start really simple. One little thing a week, water movement, and then nutrition. And then as far as like keeping track of all this, how do you, what would you recommend, um, like what would you recommend to the women listening on how to kind of keep track of what they're doing and not necessarily progress, but just the habits that they're implementing? Yeah, I would just say, I mean, I know some, um, there's some great apps out there that like people like to kind of track their food and make sure they're getting enough. Um, I could recommend that, but I would also say just like keeping a journal, like Mm -hmm. writing down your goals. Okay. Goal this week is enough water. Mm -hmm. And then every day, just like check it off Monday. Yep. Did a hundred ounces Tuesday. Yep. Doesn't need to be some crazy process, but definitely have your goals written down because then you can come back to them and be like, yeah, I like crushed that goal and kind of cross them off as you go. I love that. And then you know, for women, and I do want to touch on kind of the yo-yo aspect, um, and not necessarily of like the crazy diets, but just in general on the health journey, um, you know, for somebody that maybe feels like they fell off the wagon or, you know, I, I, I messed up this week, so screw it. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna binge or, you know, whatever it is. How can you, as far as like mental tips and tricks on how to recenter and refocus, how would you go about that? Yeah. I love that question. Um, so what I'm going to say to women, cause I think it's applies to pretty much everyone is mm-hmm. health is not all or nothing. Mm-hmm. So if you, you know, quote unquote, fall off the wagon and you, um, you did really good that morning, you had your eggs, you had your smoothie. And then all of a sudden at work at lunch, they had somebody brought in donuts mm-hmm. and you ate two donuts mm-hmm. It's not this all or nothing mentality of like, well, I already had the donuts. I'm going to just, you know, binge for the rest of the week and then Monday Mm -hmm. I'll start over. Yeah. What you should do is have those donuts and really enjoy them, chew them, sit down, think about how they taste and just like, be like, okay, yep, I had them. I enjoyed them. Mm -hmm. Now back to regular programming. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't need to be this. And I think the biggest thing, and I teach this in my program is guilt around food. We have this guilt of oh my God, I can't believe I ate that. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to have those things. Um, I want you to enjoy the foods that you love. You don't need to give them up. It's just Mm -hmm. in moderation. So one is don't feel guilty about it. Two is when you do have it, enjoy it. And three is after you have it, just go back to eating the way you should be. eating. Mm -hmm. I love that. And you know, the other thing too, and 
like as far as like what diets are trending right now, what would you say? I mean, and, and I think you kind of touched on it earlier, but foods that come from the earth, mm-hmm. um, you know, so can you kind of give us, for me, I know exactly what that means, but for somebody else that maybe this is brand new to them, can you give us just kind of a quick outline of good foods um, that you can start putting into your daily, your daily diet? Yeah, absolutely. So when I say foods that come from the earth, I literally mean anything that is grown. So, or I guess not grown technically, but so I would start with like veggies, fruits, nuts, and then you want to think about grains. So quinoa, rice, barley, and then you want to think about your protein. So if you do eat meat, chicken, turkey, beef, and then, you know, if you, if you don't eat meat, obviously this doesn't, Mm -hmm just come from the earth, but you can do uh, tofu, tempeh, like you can do things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, Beans, all that good stuff. But what I would say is to start, so you want to think about those things. You want to start reducing your processed foods. That doesn't mean you can't eat any processed Mm -hmm. food, but start reducing. So taking some of those things out of your diet. And the first step I would say is to adding more greens in. So Mm. if you normally eat scrambled eggs for breakfast, Mm -hmm. add in some spinach or Mm. peppers. um, And then just adding in veggies at first and slowly reducing those processed foods. Um, And then the other thing I always recommend is I say, eat the rainbow. So Mm -hmm. don't just eat greens. You Mm want to add peppers in and tomatoes and cucumbers, eggplant. You want to eat all different colors of veggies. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I say eat from the earth, that's what's grown from the earth. That's what I mean. And just cutting out those processed foods. Awesome. I love that so much. And you know, this can be, this can be a really tricky subject for a lot of women. And I do know it, it's it's interesting because I was exposed to kind of the whole anti-diet culture probably a couple months ago. And I I connected with with a gal in a local Facebook group and she she has a crazy story. Um I'm hoping I can get her on the show, but I mean she was like the dictionary definition of a typical, not a yo-yo dieter, but someone that just thought that they had to look a certain way. And she did everything she could to make sure that she fit the bill. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now her story on Facebook is, you know, she's totally open about her journey, but she's a hundred percent against the whole diet mentality. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess what I'm getting at is that for people that find themselves and like, I'm guilty of this also where, you know, I kind of go through periods of time before I've been, I've been doing pretty well this, this year so far, but I would go through periods where like, yep, I'm going to do all whole foods. Like I'm just going to, I'm just going to put like things that come from the earth and I would do really well. But then I'd be like, oh wait, but low carb worked for me before, you know? So I have like five pounds I could lose. I could probably lose five pounds doing low carb for like a month. And then yeah. I do it and then I fail in the first week and then I, yeah. I give up and I go back and now my body's confused on even how to process what's going on. Yeah. Or you do it and then it comes back right away because you don't stay low carb after that. Yeah. So I guess, I guess what I want you to go into a little bit is how, how the different diets and going back and forth between all of them sometimes 
mm-hmm. confuses and affects your body. Yeah. So something that I emphasize a lot in my program is intuitive eating, which to put it really simply is basically like the hunger signals that you're born with. So if you have a baby or a little kid, they can tell you when they're hungry, when they're full, because their body um, signals that. But um, as we get older and as we diet more and we're told, oh, don't eat at this time or don't eat these foods, we start to close off those hunger signals. So when you truly are hungry or truly are full, your body's not telling you or you're not recognizing those signals anymore. So dieting can really impact us that way. So that's just like the impact on the body we can have. So Mm -hmm. I teach my clients how to start recognizing those signals again of when they're hungry and full. Mm -hmm. Um, But also mentally dieting can have a huge impact on us there because it is that diet mentality of like, oh, um, I I always just use cake as an example. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but (laughs) like the diet mentality of like, oh, cake is bad and I'm bad for having it. And like, I can't believe I ate that way. It really affects us mentally of how we can and can't eat. Mm -hmm. And I also think it affects our social life. So if somebody invites us to go out to dinner and we look at the menu and we're like, oh my gosh, there's no chicken, rice, and veggies on there. Mm -hmm. I can't go. It affects our social life in that way. And to me, the biggest thing is like life is meant to be lived and we're supposed to have fun and, you know, enjoy people's company and and enjoy food. And if you're constantly on a diet, Mm -hmm. you can't go out and live your best life and do those things that you love doing. Yeah. And I, I love that so much because even, I don't want to say even for me, but like I travel a lot and, you know, having to focus on trying to find those whole foods and that can be tough when you're traveling, you know, Mm -hmm. and even, and I do want to touch on this too, but even for women that are working a nine to five job, maybe they have kids, like what is the best way that they can set themselves up for success you know, if they are working with limited time? Yeah, there's two things that I really stress. And the first is um, preparedness. So setting yourself up for success. And to me, that means setting up a schedule. So writing down what your week is going to look like. When do you have time to work out? When do you have time to meal prep? Um, and when do you have time for yourself? Mm-hmm. So first is schedule, making sure. And of course, like every week is not going to go perfect to plan, but mm-hmm. our, our minds thrive on schedule. So set up a schedule. Um, the second is meal prepping. So that doesn't mean that you have to have every single meal ready to go, mm-hmm. but that you have options in your fridge. So you have cut up veggies and fruit, you have a cooked um, starch, you have some kind of protein. And when you get home or for lunch, you can throw them together Mm -hmm. and you have a meal ready to go. Um, And then the other one is just making time for yourself. Something I really like to talk about is that as women and moms, we're told that if we take 30 minutes for ourselves to go to the gym, that that's selfish, that we're not a good mom. And that's just not true. Like, to be able to be the best mom, you need to have time for yourself and feel your best. Mm -hmm. So something I preach is being selfish and making time for yourself. You know, and I feel like, I feel like this is a whole other topic that we can totally dive into. Definitely. It's a, it's a never ending like hole. I feel like. A rabbit hole. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And 
I, I'll try, I'll, I don't want to like cut us off, but we'll, we'll dive into a little bit to this because I can speak a lot on this and forever. Um, and again, you know, it's really cool. I'm just going to, I'm going to do a little shameless plug here for myself, but yeah, do it. And I'm going to get super honest here. And it wasn't like there was something wrong with my mindset before I started this podcast, but something happens when you talk to like several inspirational and just real ass women, like every, I'm talking to women almost daily for this podcast. And what I'm finding is that like I have become stronger and I hate using the word feminist because I'm, I'm not that like in, in what the now sense of the word is. Yeah. Feminist as in like women are badass. Yeah, exactly. And it is, it is like the coolest thing because now I'm able to speak on like boundaries and like kind of what, what as women we're expected to do and what we should actually be doing. So anyway, like I just get really excited about this now. Um, but yes, going back to being selfish, 100%. I 100% support that. And like you said, whether, even if you're not a mom, I 100% think that you are still allowed to be selfish. Oh, totally. Um, I agree. And, you know, the thing is, and I, maybe, I don't, and you might be able to relate this to kind of the anti-diet culture, but what do you think about like boundaries with other people and people putting thoughts into your head and people saying things and commenting things and stuff like that? What are your thoughts around that? Yeah, I, this is definitely something I talk about with being selfish and I do talk about setting boundaries and it's not something that comes natural to us because I think most people naturally are people pleasers and they Mm -hmm. say yes to everything. But if you want to make yourself and your health a priority, you do need to set boundaries with people. So if somebody is self-sabotage or not self, if somebody is sabotaging you, like making you or like putting food in front of you that like you don't want, but because mm-hmm. this day you eat it, you need to set those boundaries with them and say like, Hey, I'm working on my health. I'm working on myself. Like, please don't bring that around me. Or mm-hmm. even just telling people like, um, I just use this example cause this is one of my recent clients, but she wanted to go to the gym, but her husband was making her feel guilty about him having to watch the kids at night. And she Mm -hmm. just had to have this conversation with him of like, Hey, this is really important to me. Mm -hmm. I need to go to the gym to be my best self. Like, Mm -hmm. do you mind? And after they had that conversation, he just didn't realize he was making her feel that way. Yeah. So yes, you have to set boundaries no matter what it is. It's getting selfish and telling people what's important to you. You know, and I think that, and again, like, I feel like we could talk for hours on this, but I think that it's realizing that you were 100% allowed to speak up about those things Mm -hmm. and that, like, I feel like we're expected to feel bad for wanting to take time for ourselves. Totally. Yeah, we we absolutely are. And I think getting out of that mentality is so important. And once you do break it, it gets easier and easier. It does. And that's something for me that, again, it's, it's been kind of cool because I can relate this back to like my personal journey, but even, even with friends is that, you know, there's, there's boundaries that you have to set. And even if it's not necessarily with your, you know, with your health, but just like even mental and emotional boundaries as well, you know, you have to learn where to draw the line. Yeah. Um, 
and then noticing I had this whole conversation about kind of listening to your own your own thoughts and feelings around things and if something doesn't feel right you know you should listen to it and you know don't be afraid to speak up mm -hmm. yep. um, and one of the things too I one of the things that I really like is on the show I try to really let my listeners walk away with something tangible you know something that they can start as soon as they get done with the show and i totally didn't realize we're almost like 40 minutes already into the show but oh my gosh <laughs> I know. Uh, and and you kind of talked about it earlier about the steps that they can take to kind of start getting you know the water and then adding the grains but as far as kind of switching your mindset around it what are some things that people can start doing to kind of shift their mindset around diet and the culture around that? Yeah. So one of the first things I do in my program is we sit down and we discover, we talk about the relationship that you have with food. So something that you could do is sit down, grab a piece of paper and list out first what you think are good foods and what you think are bad foods. Mm. And then I want you to go back and think about, um, back to childhood, but it could be as you started dieting as well. Mm -hmm. What are the rules you have in your head around food? So when you were a kid, did your parents make you clean your plate? Did they, um, or you, it could even be parents commenting about weight or, you know, looks, yeah. um, and then think about diet culture as you started dieting. Like, what did you learn in your diets? Like carbs are bad. Mm -hmm. Start writing down in your mind, what are rules you have around food? then I want you to pick one of those foods that are on your bad list, quote unquote, mm -hmm. and break the rule. So mm -hmm. if you have a bad food and you say, uh, or one of your rules says no carbs, I want you to go and I want you to eat carbs mm -hmm. and I want you to start breaking those rules. Mm -hmm. And as soon as in your mind you say, oh, I can't have that, that's bad, ask yourself why you think it's bad mm -hmm. um, and start to really think about your relationship with food and why your relationship is that way. That would be the first thing to start looking at is just like why you feel the way you do around food. You know, and I think that that's really important. And again, it's kind of cool because we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with one of my guests and, you know, this can be related back to, you know, all back to your emotional and mental health. But on this specifically is you really have to break down and dive deep into you know, how do you, what, like you said, what made you feel like it in the first place? And then how can you change it? Um, and then how, I mean, at, at what rate or not at what rate, but like, as far as accountability goes, how important is it to surround yourself with people that get it and can support you in doing this rather than supporting yourself or, or surrounding yourself with people that, you know, might be focused on diet? or, you know, might be overly conscious about what they're eating. Yeah, I think you, it is really important to surround yourself with, you know, at least one person who supports you and understands what you're, what you're doing. If you're constantly surrounded by people who are dieting or people who have no regard for their health at all, and they're mm -hmm. just eating anything inside, um, that can have a really big impact on you. So if you know that you might not have the, you know, internal willpower just yet to kind of say no to things, 
it's important to surround yourself. So joining Facebook groups, getting a friend to work with you. If you have a spouse, getting your spouse to just support you. Mm -hmm. Um, and most importantly, accountability. So like in my program, it's a one-on-one. So I hold you accountable to your goals and, you know, see how you're doing. And, you know, we assess why you're doing the things that you're doing. Um, so I would definitely say like having some kind of support system is really important. I like that a lot. Um, and then eventually, I mean, once you get down to it and you kind of start realizing the people that are good for you right now and the people that aren't, I think that you kind of start making those decisions automatically and you start putting more space in, in between you and the people that aren't helping anymore. Exactly. I think you start to realize those relationships that even I'm going beyond diet, obviously, just because yeah. they don't diet doesn't mean they're not a good friend. But <laughs> um, I think just going beyond that too, you'll start to kind of realize who supports you and who doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And, you know, as we kind of wind down here, um, how can people, because it sounds like you have a lot to offer, like, and I got, I have to tell you, like, I got so much out of this conversation. Um, and probably one of my favorite conversations to date, just because there's so much that you can talk about with this. And it's something that every single woman out there has thought about or been through at some point in their life. Um, how can people get a hold of you? Yeah, so I'm mostly on Instagram. So it's Ken's Grow, K-E-N-Z-G-R-O-H. Um, and from there, I offer tons of just free advice, free information. I do trainings almost daily. Um, and then also you can always DM me. And I'm actually launching another round of my programs starting March 1st. So if you want, if you're interested in that, um, I have a link in my bio on Instagram to sign up for a call for a discovery call. Cool. I love that so much. Um, and you guys, you guys need to go follow her because I literally just did. Um, <laughs> So go follow her on Instagram, like minimum. And if you guys want more information, you guys can check out our website. Um, Kenzie, thank you so, so much for being on the show today. I really, really appreciate you coming on and just kind of giving us a little more insight on the anti-diet culture and what we can do to be more healthy. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I love talking about this stuff. So it's nice to kind of bounce ideas off each other and hear somebody else's perspective on it as well. Awesome. And do you have any closing thoughts for us or anything you want to leave our audience with before we hop off here? Yeah, I would say we talked about it in the episode, but if I could leave you with anything, it would be to start being selfish and making yourself a priority. I think as soon as you start making yourself a priority in your own life, you'll see that other good things start coming to you. And for that, you can be a better mom, spouse, wife, employee. I, I love that. And I think it's a great note to end on. So Kenzie, thank you again so much for being on the show. And I'm looking forward. I think that we should do a follow-up sometime in the near future. Um, I would love to hear how your program goes. Um, and I'm sure there's several other topics that we could dive in on as well. I'd love that. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you again. And I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Um, Audience, if you guys liked this episode and you liked what we covered today, please let me know in the comments. Um, if you guys want to hear other episodes, I kind of talked a little bit about what I've gone over in past episodes. You guys can find all of those episodes at womengoingbig.com.
or here on the anchor.fm um, dashboard forward slash women going big. If there is something that you want me to cover or you would like me to find a guest to cover, please let me know. Um, I haven't done any of those yet, but I'd be more than willing to. And make sure to tune in on Monday for a motivational Monday. You guys can kind of hear what's on my mind and get your week off to the right start. So until next week, I hope you guys have a great Tuesday. And uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys on Monday. Thanks, guys. Bye.